What up, everybody? It's your boy Theo Pitzer here with another episode of Run Your Race with my boy Justin Jackson. Yeah, got my boy J Jack back. AJ, he's on the road again. Y'all know he's doing what he got to do. But we got my boy J Jacks here, man. We just coming to you with the uh, most up to date news. Uh, talk about the real stuff that's going on. And we're going to waste no more fucking time. Carolina Duke happened. And Hong, y'all got that ass whooped. Come on now. Shout out to them Carolina boys, man. Harrison Ingram, you a dog. You a dog. Stepped up big time. Armando, that's what we need from you every single game. Dominance. Dominance. Justin, what'd you think about the boys? Uh, this past Saturday, I think they, uh, I, I think they played very well. What'd you think about them? I mean, everything that you just said, I think, was exactly what we saw. Uh, Mondo has to be dominant, at least has to be a dominant factor mm -hmm. in the game. Uh, obviously, Harrison, he stepped up. That's the second huge game that he stepped up in mm -hmm. in a big time game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, where college basketball is right now, this team has every piece that they need for to sure. make a deep run. For sure, you know, and uh, you know that Duke team. I don't know if they're necessarily the most talented team and the best Duke team that we've seen in a few years, but they did exactly what they were supposed to do: protected home court for in sure. a rivalry game. For sure, did what they needed to do. It was funny to me because we kind of punked them. I, I feel like we punked them. I mean, it was what. I never felt watching a game that like, I didn't think they believed they could beat us. I, it looked like they felt like we were a better team. And maybe we were just a better team that night. I think we're a better team overall, but that night we dominated. They have some guys on their team. I like McCain. Mm -hmm. McCain's solid. Uh, uh, Filipowski, he's okay. Mm -hmm. he's, he's solid. He can, do, he can do his thing. He's mobile. He, he settled a lot, though. He settled for a lot of jump shots that helped us out a lot. Hey, listen, prove it. I got to see it. Got to see I it. I got to see if you can knock that motherfucker down. Hey, listen, but at the end of the day, we got the dub. I'm really happy for the boys. Uh, but like I said, great teams are measured off how they bounce back after big wins. Mm -hmm. Didn't respond the way we thought that, that they should have. Lost to Clemson the other night. And knowing Clemson needed to win a lot more than we did, mm -hmm. But we showing that would have been a very that would have been a bigger win to me than the Duke game because it just would have showed the maturity of the team and how locked in they were. And coming from uh, the responses from the boys, you can just tell that they they felt it too that mm -hmm. they weren't they didn't come into the game with the right approach. And sometimes you gotta get hit in the mouth to to wake up. You know, I I, uh, I thought that Georgia Tech game was gonna be the game that really like woke them up, woke them up. Yeah. Um, but it's a tough game, bro. You, you, you already beat Clemson earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. You come off of a, no matter how good the Duke team it's was, fun. it's a emotional, mm -hmm. you, all your emotions, you're super hype over that game. You win it. You probably enjoy yourself a little bit. And then it's like, oh, wait, on Tuesday, we got to play yeah. Clemson. And like you said, they, they need to win more than we did necessarily, you yeah. know, within the standings and things like that. So, you know, it's it's tough because, like you said, it's maturity level to be able to lock back in and be able to, okay, mm -hmm. we got to go back out here and win. For but sure. at the same time, still top of the ACC. For sure. You know, you'd rather take that lump right now and then, you know, now finish out the rest of this ACC play, you know, on the right, the right side of things. But, you know, I think they'll be all right, bro. 
No, there's that. I'm not. I, I agree. I think they're going to be per- perfectly fine. I think it's more of just you got to understand. It's a different. Half of those guys they never experienced it. They've never experienced winning. They never experienced winning, and they never experienced the Carolina Duke game. It's different. It is different, and it is it is taxing. It it takes a lot out of your. It, it takes a lot of energy, a lot of effort, mm-hmm. a lot of emotion, and I think that's what kind of it looked like. They just look kind of tired and tired. slow. Yeah, it's like, like they just, just look... like Clemson's like, congratulations, we come to whoop exactly. Your you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> shout out to them. Um, that was a good win for that for that team and that program. But uh, those guys, they're gonna bounce back, and I believe they are because they 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 got the personnel, coaching staff, and the dogs to do it. But to piggyback on that, Justin, we saw some nut ass shit the other day. <laughs> I'm just going to put it like that. We saw some nut ass shit. I don't even know what the hell to call it. Like, he went to Carolina. Rashad McCants put out a statement, something like he was forced to get a ball to Big May. He had to get a ball to uh, Ray. Uh, he had to get a ball to Dino and Marv and all these guys. Dog, you shot the second most shots on the team. The hell are you talking about, bro? And then they wanted Coach to, they wanted uh, Big May to win MVP because it was his birthday. I can tell you one thing right now. Coach Williams don't give a damn about nobody's birthday on the national championship game. He wants the dub, and that's all Big May wanted the dub. So feed the big fella. He was the best big man in the, in the country. Country. It wasn't close. No. He was the best, best, best big man in the country. Feed him the rock. You know, nowadays, bro, clickbait really has killed any kind of truth, bro. Because for him to sit on there and say, the funny thing was the response from everybody around him oh. was like, bro. What do you? Th- yeah, he was like, I, <laughs> I, I was cooking. I had 15 in the first half. He's like, Bro, that's 15. <laughs> like, it's not like you had 20, 25, yeah, like, yeah, and they just stopped going to you. Like, but like, it's like, bro, what do you, Sean May, like you said, was the best big man in the entire country. Country. He had like 25 and some, like 25 and 10, some big double-double in that game. So you're sitting here saying, oh, I had to start feeding. I had to start feeding him because they wanted me to feed him and this and that. It's like, bro, it didn't affect you getting to the league. It's not like that held you back from anything that you could have accomplished at all. This is my issue. This is my issue. No one said he was, you were nice. Nice. You cold, bro. Yeah. Just let it ha- You were part of a great team. Yeah. One of the best, if not the best, in the entire UNC history. And you're trying to diminish your team because they said, you, you thought they told you to pass the ball to people. Come on, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, bro. It's uh, come on. It's let's, sick work. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, let's just let's keep the facts. The facts. Yeah. You know, and let's not sit here and over. You had a lot of great players around you. A ton. And at the same time, you were talent wise, you possibly were the best on that team. Nobody yeah. is sitting here saying that you were a bum or you weren't good. Nobody said that. Bro, you were extremely nice. Yes. If they needed like a bucket from the perimeter, they gave yeah. you the rock go and said, get out the way. Let's go, go get us one. Period. 
And my thing is, do you get that without Ray? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody feeds off everyone everybody. on every team. Yeah, that's just how every works. every winning team. Dog, we don't win a national championship without Kennedy Meeks. One hundred percent. We don't win Luke a national championship without Luke May. <laughs> like, bro, it's everybody. Luke didn't play worth the. And I would tell Luke, Luke didn't play worth the shit in the Final Four. Didn't do nothing. But he was the only reason we were there. The only reason, bro. The Sweet 16 and Elite Eight game, Luke was the best player on the floor. Easily. Cooking. Easily. Bet. Yeah. Oh, that's a vacuum downstairs. I was like, what the hell is that sound? But easily the best player on the floor. So then, okay, Isaiah Hicks, damn near the game ceiling bucket to exactly. win his next championship. Exactly. Isaiah was struggling. Yeah. Struggling. Got to the Baja. Everybody's important, brother. Bro. Everybody's important. And that, that's the part that really pissed me off. And I know it did you too. So we had to address that. Yeah, yeah. Had to address the nutty shit. <laughs> but recently, my boy Kyle went back to BK. Got to the Baja Mar. No Bahamas. None. <laughs> that was tough. Like that. <laughs> that, was like that. that was smooth. That was smooth. That was smooth. Y'all like that? Hey. Too. But hey, listen, bro. The the I agree with him. The shoulda, coulda, woulda stuff has to stop, bro. It's gotta stop. It has to stop. Because everybody knows. <laughs> everybody, it is not a secret. No. It just didn't work out. And it's okay. It didn't work out in Brooklyn. So you move on. It, something happened where they're like, listen, it's just not the right fit. Let's just go our separate ways. Cool. Bet. Let's do it. Everybody's happy now. What is wrong with that, bro? Why are we holding on to it? Still? We're holding on to it, bro. If Kyrie doesn't get hurt, look, I'm telling you. And, from, and let's go and talk about this. Jax was on the team, uh, so talk about it. Yeah, let's talk firsthand experience. Okay, <laughs> I didn't get in the game until <laughs> dirty time. Okay, but if James Harden and Kyrie Irving do not get hurt. They low-key sweep us when I was with the Bucks. They beat us by 40 the first two games in Brooklyn. <laughs> they beat us by 40. And when I tell you it was so bad, I had my car shipped back home <laughs> when I got back home from Brooklyn. Yes. Because I was like, hey, look, I want my car to be there when I get there after these next two games. It was that bad. It was that bad. Play the clip. Like, I'm talking about, like, <laughs> there was nothing we could do. Yeah. And then injuries happen. Period. The crazy thing is, James got hurt. He got hurt the first game. They still beat us by 40 the second game. <laughs> That's what's crazy about it. Then we go to Brooklyn, and Kai, it looked like they were still in charge of the series. Kai rolls his ankle, and it's like, but we actually might have a chance yeah, now. We, and yet we went to now. game seven. Yeah. And if Katie's shoe was one size smaller, yeah. we lose it. So, okay, yes. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. If that team was healthy, they were winning the entire thing. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what anybody says. But sports happen. Injuries happen. Mm -hmm. Like, And it's not, all, it's not their fault that they got hurt. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like now everybody's like, oh, they didn't give it enough time. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. 
Maybe that was their window. Let's think about this. Think about this right here. I saw this stat the other day. Brad Bill, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant have played more games on the floor together than Kyrie, James, and KD. That tells. So how are we gonna sit here and say that? <laughs> how are you gonna critique? Us? Come on, bro. <laughs> that team is revolving around those three. Yeah, if those three aren't on the floor, it's going to be a completely different outcome. Just like how Phoenix looked completely different when it was just two of them. Now that all three of them out there, spooky. Brad Bill. <laughs> He's back. Play the clip. Hey, you get into the Baja, boy. <laughs> Need you on a pod, dog. He is back. He's going crazy. In the mask. In the dark night mask. He went back to Washington and said, thank you. I appreciate everything you've done. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Hey, he going crazy, my boy. Phoenix look good. They look good. Phoenix looks good. Hey, before we get that, we need to to talk about Phoenix too. But Kai, play the clip. I didn't know you had it in you. Oh, that line was crazy. Damn. Take flight, my boy. Josh, great pass. Shit look good. Luca, you averaging 50, 18, and 10. <laughs> you going crazy. It's because you're a dad. Welcome to the girl dad game, nice. bro. Shout on, out. Bro. Shout out. Shout out. But yeah, Phoenix balling. Phoenix playing well. Hey, listen. There was a... There was a clip yesterday. I was watching Phoenix versus uh, Milwaukee. D book drives the baseline, drives the forty-five. If we're gonna educate y'all here on a bit, if y'all don't know what the forty, the forty-five is the mark between the nipple, which is the corner until you get to the corner, the nipple and the slot, and that's right before the free throw line. So he drove the forty-five. Kicked it to Brad Bill at the top of the key. Got to run Brad off. Well, you got to help on Devin Booker at the rim. Mm-hmm. Oh, you kicked it to Brad Bill. Damn, got to run him off. He just had 40. <laughs> oh, shit. One more. One more. I got the best score in the fucking league. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Teed up. Cash. I said, okay. How do you guard that? You can't. Oh, and then let, let's talk about this. You got Grayson Allen shooting the best in the fucking NBA in the corner. The whole league, bro. It's sick work going on over there. But also, too, bro, like, I would not want to play a playoff series where they have home court advantage because that It'd be rocking in Phoenix. Rocks, It'd be rocking in Phoenix. It'd be rocking in Phoenix. Rocks. So you give me a healthy Phoenix team at home? It'd be rocking in Phoenix. Be an issue. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, listen. That team's scary. That team's scary. Speaking of great scores, great players, this Joel Embiid shit got me tight, bro. Got me tight. Uh, the rule, I understand the ruling of the 65 game. I understand it. It has to be something in there to, you investigate everything else. Investigate the real injuries, investigate mm-hmm. the ones that are just rest. Mm-hmm. If they're actually hurt, they don't need to be on the floor. 100%. Because now we're hurt even more because now we watch Philly and they don't have Joel Embiid. And he's out for a month. He's out for longer than he... Granted, it was a freak injury. Kaminga... Yeah, yeah. Wild ass. <laughs> Play the clip. The hell were you doing? 
His leg is right there. His Just leg. grab the ball. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, there was no point. But if Draymond did it, oh, it would have been he's intentional. Out of the Come yeah, on, he's man. Out of the this shit is another twenty-five sick. games. Another twenty-five games. This shit was sick at this yeah, point. Yeah. But it, it, I, I'm, I feel for Joel Embiid, man. Like he really, he's playing so well, and it's to the point like people don't understand when you're having a season like he's having, you might as well just go for the MVP again. You know what I'm saying? Why you're not? playing at a high level. You put up seventy. You're, you cooking, like, and he's like, well, I gotta play or I don't get. The, and people, they got incentives too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's extra bread for your family. Yep. So they taking that out. Like it's it's a tough rule and it's unfortunate. And we have they got to fix it a little bit. They got to find a way to fix it a little bit. Well, I just especially because low key this season, Joel Embiid has probably been up until he had kind of that knee injury. He was probably the most healthy that he's been in a while. Yeah, and that's why he was putting up the numbers he was putting up. Mm-hmm. I think the issue is. And this is me playing like middleman. It was like reactionary yeah. of how they did the 65 games. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the past few years, there have been a bunch of star players that they're just like, oh, no, I'm, I'm just not going to play tonight. Yeah. Rest. Right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't sit here and force somebody to play and then say they're not the best player in the league. Yeah. You just can't. Joel mm-hmm. Embiid is obviously what Joker is doing is unbelievable. What Luke is doing is unbelievable. The numbers that he was putting up before he got hurt, he was, he best, was player in the league. best player in the NBA. So you can't sit here and say, oh, well, he's got his knee is actually hurt, so he's going to sit out. Well, he only has four more games to sit out, but he really needs to sit out five. Yeah. You can't sit here and say he's not the best player in the league. That's yeah. just, for me, that just doesn't make sense, especially if it's a valid injury. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think because they just straight up just said, hey, 65 games you have to play, as opposed to like, hey, look, if you have a legitimate injury, those aren't going to count towards your, like, it's not going to count towards the 65 games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There has to be some sort of middle middle ground. Because, because if not, yeah. you're going to have players doing this all the time, playing through an injury, making it worse, and then come playoff time when mm-hmm. people really want to watch, they're not going to be fully healthy. And it's, and it's scary, too, because it's like uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. He's close to not being on it, like, He's an all NBA player, and no one's forty gonna... mil if he misses out. Think about that. That's sick. That's sick to even talk about, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, he hurt his hamstring, and everybody saw injury. the video. You saw the vi- like he did a split, a whole split. My man did a whole split. You know what I'm saying? So like, and clearly he wasn't trying to. Yeah. So his hamstring really just went out. Yeah. And now he's getting penalized because the bat playing basketball, he just got hurt. Yeah. And it's just fucked up. It's, it's, it's up in my opinion, but yeah, it, it's it's a crazy thing to think about. And hopefully they fix it. I think it's something that, um, especially like a guy like Tyrese, though, but just because like you don't know if he gets back there, someone else might be having another exactly. great year next year. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to take that opportunity away from him mm-hmm. like that. But he's playing right now and playing well and hoping. So hopefully he stay healthy and he gets that All NBA as he deserves. <laughs> what we got out of that? Um. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> Them boys over there, Cleveland. This is for you. Listen, <laughs> Don. I know you like being under the radar, but we got to talk about it. Y'all motherfuckers balling. Y'all balling, playing well, and no one talking about you. What are they like? Fourteen and fourteen in the last. They've won fourteen in the last fifteen, bro. 
14 and 1. Damn. I guess keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Shit. Pretty handedly too, bro. Yeah. Like, and like some of them some blowout. Yeah. Like y'all playing like well, easy. bro. And y'all coming together as a team. And think about that stretch. Garland and Mobley was out. Yeah. Now they coming back. They figuring it out. Figuring it out. They figuring bro. it out. And they 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 got a taste of uh the playoff last year. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's a bad taste. They they want to get back there and Prove that they can they can be a team to compete in the East because that East tough, tough. That East is tough, but I like them, bro. Like you, you look at that team. You've got Mobley and Jared Allen on the back line, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're just swat. They're swatting everything at the rim. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So even though you might have smaller guards out there, mm-hmm. Donovan obviously is a little shorter. Yeah. Darius is a little smaller. It doesn't matter. They get beat. They've got two footers right there, Mm -hmm. you know? And then offensively, like, bro, Donovan's one of the best scorers in the entire league. Darius is shifty as I don't know what. So it's like, man, I think they could really do something. Plus with the experience like you talk about that they have now. Yeah, I agree. Hey, listen, I'll say this right now. I don't know who the hell coming out of the East. I don't know who coming out of the East conference. I don't either. Uh, Actually, shit. That team, them Clippers. If they healthy, I've said it. I said it last year. If them, if them, if if them is healthy, <laughs> if they are healthy, they are dangerous, bro. Dangerous, dangerous. But the East is tough, bro. Boston really good. Milwaukee, I just don't care what they're going through right now. Yeah, Giannis. And Dame and you have are those a problem, two, bro. You got those two. And Chris, it's just, got hurt. It's bro. all going to be health, bro. It's, it's all, all going to be health. Because if, it is, if it's those three, if yeah. Chris is the third option, uh, that's an issue. Yeah. And then trade deadline coming up, so Facts. never know what happened there. Might make a play. Um, so, and then you can't, you can't not talk about the Knicks. The Knicks are hoping, bro. Hooping. JB got a different, he has a, and shout out to JB for being an all-star. First time all-star, you deserve mm-hmm. it, brother. You, you're balling. I didn't, hey, listen. You got a fat ass head, but <laughs> you can put that ball in the hoop. Hey, man, look, JB, bro. Had to be said. I remember the days when we used to be back in, here in Dallas and JB wasn't playing and he was freaking hot and mad and upset and I'd be like, bro, just keep with it. Yeah. Stay with it. Now look at him. Now he's too big time. He can't even respond to text messages, man. Wow. Sick. You on that type of time. Sick man. work, bro. We putting you out Sick there. Sick work. Just For remember the world that. To see. Remember you that. Answer no damn text messages. Remember who was there in the trenches. Trenches. Remember that. Trench work. Remember that. But Not- you are balling, bro. Yeah. Congratulations. All-star. You well-deserving. Probably should have been a starter in my mind. But you got it, bro. For Congrats. Sure. And shout out to Jules. Uh, shout out to Jules making an all star. Um, Scotty Barnes. And his name? This Scotty? Yeah. yeah. Scotty Barnes yeah, was an all star? Yep. Yep. Him and Trey. Him and Trey. He's been balling like that? Yeah. Yeah, he was hooping. He's hooping. Scotty Barnes, shout out to you. Um, making an all star. Trey made it. Uh, they were replacements, but at the end of the day, you in. You in, you in, bro. I'll be in. 
Yeah, I would Throw do. me a fourth replacement yeah. right there. <laughs> be right there. <laughs> but hey, man, shout out to all them. Hey, JB, once again, like I said, you got New York. Those New York fans, they love you. They love when you balling, you playing hard, they, they take care of you. And I'll tell you this too. <laughs> People are killing the Miami Heat. Listen, bro, they did the same shit last year. Yeah. What were they, eight seed, seven seed? Eight seed last year. I'm never. Ever. Ever counting them out. Mm-hmm. You can't. I got to see somebody beating Jimmy. Facts. They haven't won championships, but I'm willing to compare them to Kansas City Chiefs, bro. Bro. If you have somebody, if you have a coach in Eric Spo, mm-hmm. and then you have. A competitor. A competitor like Jimmy Butler and Bam. We got to throw Bam in there, yeah. too, because he be grinding. Grinding. You Shout can't go Bam. against them. Bro. Shout out to Bam being a fucking all-star. Big time. It's true. Out of my boy, Bam. Shout out to Price Picks, our presenting partner. Make sure you go check them out. It helps run your race. They are the daily fantasy sports game. At Price Picks, you're only playing against the players' projections. You pick two to six players, you either pick more than or less than. And it's very easy. It only takes 60 seconds to make your picks and submit your entry. You can make 25 times your money. So if you put in $100, you can make $2,500. If you put in $10, you can make $250. It's Super Bowl weekend, and Prize Picks is blessing us. If Patrick Mahone throws for more than one yard in the big game, you win on Prize Picks. With the NFL season coming to an end, Prize Picks still got you. They got the NBA, NHL, and many other sports. And they even offer Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits all season long. Go to prizepicks.com slash race and use code race for a first deposit match up to $100. I mean, yeah, just to piggyback on JB a little bit, just kind of thinking about just the emergence of JB. I think I think everyone around him knew he was that talented. Mm-hmm. Everything he's doing right now, he has always done. Always. Footwork, midi. Shooting the three ball, he's always been an efficient player. Getting mm-hmm. to where, getting to his spots. This has always been Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. I would, I would be. It, I don't know, but I know for a fact. I, I, I just said I don't know, and then I said <laughs> I know for a fact. I don't know this for sure, but I think the two games in the playoffs without Luca helped his confidence. And him as a player, just know I have arrived, mm-hmm. and I can be the guy on my on a team. Yeah. And during the COVID time, when I had first got to Dallas, it was JB's team, pretty much, because Luca was out, and he was. We were still winning. We were still doing our thing. He was getting thirty, but like, of course, playoffs is a different level. When he won us a game in the playoffs, to play both games, he played well. Game one and two, um, and three. Yeah, Luca didn't come back to game four. So he played well all of those and was carrying us and did his thing. I think that that gave him the, I would say that gave him the okay and the confidence to be like, yeah, I can go somewhere else and do my thing. Confidence is a drug, bro. For sure. That's that's one thing people don't realize with sports in general. But in basketball, bro, if you, you can be the same exact player. Like, I look back. I'm the same exact player that I was my rookie year. Mm-hmm. But my confidence now in my game compared to my confidence then was totally different. Yeah. So my shooting percentages are higher now. Mm-hmm. My 
you know, whether it's defensively, I have more confidence in myself defensively so I can play a little bit better defense now. Like when you, when you have games like that where he basically won the games, right, and then you go into free agency and New York's like, hey, yo, we need you. Confidence is through the roof. 100%. So it's like now that player that I was before that was really good is on steroids. Yeah. Because now it's like I am him. I can go out there. I can miss four shots in a row, and I'm going to come right back and shoot the fifth one, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like it is, it's dope to see because, I mean, the only thing that I could see is, you know, when, when I was here with him with the Mavs, he didn't necessarily shoot the three as consistent. But when I say every night he was back in the gym, like working with, I think it was Pete at the time. Yeah. Uh, Shut up, Pete. He was there every night working on his shot. Every night, bro. Like I try to get dinner with him sometimes. He's like, all right, I got to go to the gym first, whatever. And now you see he's shooting 40 from three. Like numbers are insane. So it's, it's the work that he put in for sure. But then you throw that confidence in there with the kind of player he already was, bro. It's, it's a dangerous combination. I think I saw. I think I saw that he's leading in points in the paint. That's insane. Uh, or it, like uh, something in the. It's like the last month or something. At six feet. I may be wrong. It's something, bro. I saw a stat the other day. He was number one in points in the paint or some shit like that. <sighs> Straight. That's insane, bro. Say the number again. So Jalen has 138 points and since 2024 hit, calendar year. So he leads. Then Sanguine's at 122. Bam's at 120. Jokic is at 118. And Shea is at 112. Listen to those next three names <laughs> that were after him, bro. No. They're all bigs. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Straight Villanova footwork. But Shea's like 6'5". Yeah, exactly. They'd be six foot. They'd be six foot on a good day. Yeah. And that's if, like. If he has his fro out. Yeah. Like, you short. Love <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you, JV. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we do want to add something new. And y'all let us know what y'all think about this also. Players to watch, man. Players to watch in the league because we, we, we want to give everybody their flowers. And we, we think everybody deserves them flowers mm-hmm. because. I would say this, to get to players, uh, the players to watch, I would say this, market matters. Yep. Market definitely matters. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think, like, think about this. No disrespect for Austin Reeves. If Austin Reeves and Anthony Edwards switched, I would think Austin Reeves might be a bigger star than Anthony Edwards right now. Like, I think I would think more people know Austin Reeves more than Anthony Edwards. For sure. Because Austin Reeves just plays for the Lakers. Because he's in L.A. The market. Mm-hmm. If Anthony Edwards went to the Lakers, oh, my God. It would be nuts. Like, all these things that you, you low-key hear about, he's the next Michael Jordan. Yes. That would be the reports every yes. day. So my thing is, I, I, I agree with market matters a lot. I, I'm a firm believer in that. But we want to give those players um, that don't get the most recognition and all the love, the love. 
Jalen Williams, Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay, see. You're in your bag, son. You got a special one. And you're going to get the bag, and we need you on the pod. <laughs> you're going crazy. He looks good. Bro, he's – he is – I think he's the next two-way player. The next best two-way player we'll see in the NBA. I like that. I played against him last year, preseason, first preseason game. And he was playing the game not like a rookie. He was playing like I'm here, I'm like I belong. Yeah, here. yeah. Like, like I'm here. Y'all not, y'all not good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nice. And I should I shouldn't be playing on the floor yeah, with yeah. the guys who <laughs> trying to make the team and shit. Last guy, like I'm I'm a starter. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a guy. Every night. And I was like, guy. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like you could just tell the way somebody goes off and shoots the ball and oh, shit yeah, like yeah. that. I'm like, okay. You're not supposed to be doing that. That's not a rookie shot. And now he he's arrived. He's doing his thing. Uh who you got? Who you thinking right now? Kobe White. Shout out to the UNC alum. The boys hooping. Hooping. And this is what's crazy. Hooping the year after all the reports where they were trying to get rid of him. Yeah. Think about that. Oh, y'all are trying to get rid of me. Yeah. And now I'm winning y'all games. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's averaging like 20. The worst thing you can possibly do is let a score figure out that, oh, I can do this every I night. I can do this every night. Because <sighs> Kobe brought – Kobe – has always been able to put that ball in that basket. Yeah. Isn't he, he like leads, he leads North Carolina in scoring? I was about to say, isn't he like the state of North Carolina's like leading high school scorer? It's always been a bucket. He done figured that shit out now. Figured it out. He don't know. And me, me and him got the same agent. I talked to my agent, and he beginning of the year, Kobe couldn't stand him losing. He couldn't stand it. And I, I, I can hear it. I could, He's, I, he was pissed. He's like, yo, Kobe's pissed. Kobe's hot that they're losing. He can't, like, but that's the thing. That's what we grew up on, though. Like, mm-hmm. CP3, we ain't lose. <laughs> well, we did. So they played us. Yeah, whatever. That, CP3 didn't lose. Carolina, not known for losing. Facts. We win a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. And mm-hmm. he, he wants, he's a winner, natural born winner, and he's putting that ball in the basket. Shout out to him. And uh, Dante DiVincenzo, you got the bag. You're balling. He's been balling too, bro. My goodness. He looked good out there. Them Nova boys out there looking good. Bro, it's a whole Nova team, bro. That pisses me off. It's a whole Nova team. That kind of pisses me off. And then I saw a report that like Mikael Bridges was like in a trade target. I'm like, bro, you can't have four four guys on the same team. And then next thing you know, Tiff's going to be going and Jay Wright going to pull up. (laughs) That'd be (laughs) sick. That'd be sick work. (laughs) And then they bring back Chris Jenkins. Hey, chill. Then I'll be pissed. Chill. Chill. That'll be, oh, that'll be sick work. That'll be sick. You know, you know what I saw on Twitter yesterday or two days ago? I saw, can you believe there's four 15, uh, top 15 picks? It was J-Jax, Justice, De'Aaron. Is that picture of you guys in Houston? Oh, yeah. Y'all all look that was, nasty. That was, that was <laughs> Y'all all look nasty. Find a picture. We were still killers, though. Yeah. They had some dogs when they tell you, though. Who was the last one? They There's didn't win shit Kelly either. They had all that talent and didn't win nothing. That's because, come on, bro. We didn't need to win nothing. <laughs> we didn't need to win anything. Our resume already showed. Oh, my God, this guy here. <laughs> but 
there were some recent uh there's been some recent talk on my guy, Austin Rivers. Uh he made a comment the other day talking about uh he hoped Bronny doesn't go to the same team as uh LeBron, make his own path or whatever. Yeah. Uh he kind of compared it to him and Doc. Um my personal opinion, I feel like is a acceptable comparison. Other people don't. Um I think LeBron the damn coach anyway. You would be playing for the coach. So at the end of the day, I don't see it being a big I don't see it a being a big problem. Um I think Austin felt like it would be a problem. I don't think it would be a problem. Yeah. Um I think there's a difference between coach and player. Um as far as he sees the things on the court mm-hmm. and he can teach them the the nuances of how to be a pro or whatever. There's a difference when you're a coach, you gotta look after the whole team. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta have a feel for everybody. You can't just pick favorites, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. I, I think I can see it from both sides. I think either I think either side is can be right. I, I do like the point that Austin, because let's let's just go ahead and say here. Austin Rivers coming out of high school and even coming out of college was a demon. Yeah. Right? So, and then we're not going to sit here and act like Doc Rivers was just a bum either whenever yeah. he was playing. Exactly. You know? So, I mean, his jersey's in the Raptors. Yeah. So, Milwaukee. So, he's coming in and he's like, you know, I, I have to try to have my own path, but I also, it's my dad. Everybody's going to compare me to that. But I like the, I like the point that Austin made about like, where Bronny is in his basketball career, going somewhere where they're going to try to develop him is going to be best for his career. Yeah. Right? Like just trying to rush out and just to go play, that's dope. That would be, if I could play basketball until my little man Atlas can get to the league, that would be unreal. Yeah. So that's super dope. But what is Bronny going to do after a year or two when Bron is gone? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What is he gonna look like after that? Mm-hmm. Because after those two years or however long, now Bronny has to be his own NBA player. Yeah, you know it's not just gonna be Bron and Bronny, and so I, I do like that point as far as like where Bronny is in his career. Yeah, being able to be with somebody that can develop, put in the time with him to really make him into a possibly good NBA player. I think that's. You know, that's a good point. I don't know why everybody's killing Austin for saying that. Yeah. But, you know, either way, I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong. For sure. My only thing to that is who better to learn from than LeBron though? For sure. That's the only that that that'll be my only question. I'd be like, Yeah, I can see you over there to develop with them, but that's a valid what point. they gonna tell you that I can't. It's a valid point. And I think that's that that's the other aspect of it. It's like uh, but you gotta think though, whatever team Braun is on, they're gonna be trying to win at the same time. Yeah. So you're not gonna necessarily have all the time and resources to just say, "Hey, Bronny, this is gonna be your schedule for the whole season. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do this." It's like, no, we're trying to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's. I think it'll be a dynamic where it's probably gonna be. He might go play some games in the G. True. They go play in the G, go get true. a couple reps. You know, lot no bodies, throw yeah. them out there. Um, 
middle of the season type shit. That is like, true. and we don't know, bro. Like at the end of the day, he might come in and be solid. True. We 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 just don't know. Yeah. We don't know what uh they possibly would do with Bronny, but I think one of the things is though. Austin might not have realized at the time, and maybe I may be wrong. I don't know. This is just my opinion. How much it did benefit him, Doc, being there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, um, it's your father. Yeah. So they are going to have your best interest. Um, would you have got the same opportunities? Who knows? That is true. You know what I'm saying? You never know. And that's that. That's the hard thing about it. That's the thing. That is about Point. I didn't even yeah. think about that. But that's, it's it's tough. It's tough. Speaking of coaching, man, Washington Wizards still need to get a get a coach. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, plug, plug, yeah. plug. I mean, they out there looking for what I heard is um, clearly they looking for development, a development coach. I would hope so. <laughs> that was so subtle. That was such a smack. That's hilarious. For sure. I mean. I think they're in that part, that stage. They're just looking to to develop. I mean, you just gotta look at a lot of guys around the league. I mean, shit. My boy Johnny, Johnny Bryant, out there. The Knicks. They've gotten better every year. Come on he works with Julius. Come on, work with Quick. I don't know Johnny like that, but if my man Theo is endorsing. Yeah. Looking at how the Knicks are playing. For sure, Washington. We can. We can. We can maybe use that. You can use it for sure. I mean, he he's done it. They've been in the playoffs past what three years? Yeah, I got there. I think they missed it the next year. So it's been three of the last four or whatever. So, hey, listen, my boy Johnny, great great candidate for it. Um, hope he gets it if he gets there, or whatever. But uh, there's a lot of good coaches out there. But I think that is it. Oh shit. He needs some milk. He needs some milk. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think finding a coach is tough. Yeah. It's tough because it it really depends on you getting the coach in there. If you're going to let them develop, you got to let them be there for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to just happen overnight. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier too for a team that's like in a, I'll say rebuilding, but like a tanking, like bottom of the league situation too, though, because mm-hmm. it's less, it's less pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, like I look at when I was in OKC, bro, Mark Dagnall, who's there now, who just signed extension, it was his first year, and he was like lower thirties whenever he first started coaching, and at first it was like, okay, they're in this rebuild season. They've got a few pieces. They've got all these picks. We're going to kind of see how he does and how he handles the team. And he did an unbelievable job. Mm-hmm. Like, as a as a person, he's a super dope person. As a coach, like, he's – I don't know if it's because he's so young, but he's able to, like, get all of the young players to buy in and for everybody to buy into the team aspect. Um, and he's easy to talk to, like – he coaches you well. He knows, like, his X's and O's. So, like you said, it's like, but that was four years ago yeah. that he started, you know, and they gave him that time to really build and now look at OKC. Like, yeah. you know. What's the uh, coach name? It He probably coached you in Dallas. 
Who, Mosley? Yeah. Jamal Mosley? Jamal Mosley, great example. Great example. Great example. From everything I've heard, being in Dallas the past two, uh, two years, uh, great things. He was, he was unbelievable. Great things. Like, he was honestly, he, he had a way with players that, like, made them just play harder. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, he had a way with players to make them feel comfortable enough mm-hmm. and make them feel, like, empowered yeah. to go out there and play harder, play better. But he was also super chill that you could talk to him, open up to him about things, like, which I feel like is where coaches, when you look at coaching, we've never been coaches, but I feel like when you look at coaching, you have to have a mixture of all of that. Mm-hmm. You can't just be X and O's, uh, watch a ton of video, mm-hmm. analytics. You have to have all of that mixed with, okay, I also have a personal relationship with mm-hmm. my star players yeah. or my 14th player. Mm-hmm. Like, because if not, if, if a player doesn't feel like they are connected with that coach or that coach has their back, like we were talking about earlier, that confidence level is not going to be there. And that's, that was my biggest thing with Johnny, uh, just because he has that connection. He's yeah. done it at a high level. When he was at Utah, Donovan Mitchell got to New York. Julius didn't know him from a fly on the wall. Now he flies Johnny out here to come work him out. Uh, um, With um, Quick, he said a goodbye to Johnny, just him personally, because how how close they are. And everybody see where Quick is as a player now and develop as the years. He's about to get paid. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he's about. So I think it would be good for the Wizards. Uh, I think Johnny's a great candidate for that. But, hey, listen, bro, it's been a very good pod. Not even very good. Excellent. Excellent, brother. It's been great. Excellent. And like I said, we coming on this thing weekly. We're going to literally come out here and just talk about what's going on today today and um, different topics. And if y'all got anything y'all want us to talk about, y'all let us know. Because we coming to y'all every week. Y'all going to see this face and that face. Consider yourself blessed. (laughs) Prize picks. Shout out to you. We appreciate the love. And... We can't thank you enough because you're paying the bills. Thank you. Good night.